The Drive Home with Kenton Dick on Mix 96. All right, joined by Chris Gertson. And Chris, it's been a while since we chatted last. Uh, it certainly has, but uh, and this is not the the thing we want to necessarily chat about, but it's the reality of life in uh, in Ukraine right now. Yeah, unfortunately, not exactly a positive topic of conversation. Let's start by talking a little bit about your connections to Ukraine, because you, you have a number of them. Let's start by talking about Steinbach's sister city. Well, back when I was mayor of the city of Steinbach, uh, we uh, developed a sister city relationship with the city of Zaporozhye, and that's an area where many of the people who live in Steinbach, their ancestors were there, they lived there, they had communities there, and that presence is still felt today in in Zaporozhye, and so we have a sister city agreement with them, and we still have connections. Well, we know that uh, the fighting and the invasion is widespread in Ukraine, and Zaporozhye is in, in that area. That's right. Uh, There are explosions actually taking place there uh, today that are being heard, and uh, it seems like it's pretty widespread across Ukraine, including that area. And now let's talk about the Mennonite Center in Ukraine. Now, tell me a little bit about that and your involvement. Well, the Mennonite Center in Ukraine has been uh, established probably over 20 years ago, and it's many people from North America who are trying to assist and help people who live in former Mennonite villages and communities in eastern Ukraine. And so this is exactly where some of the fighting is taking place. The Mennonite Center helps with uh, food for people who are vulnerable. It helps with uh, medical aid. It helps with community building projects. It has a, quite a wide range of areas that it covers. And, and uh, we've been active with that uh, up until now and including now, even when, when there is fighting going on in the immediate vicinity. Well, I understand you're a part of the board there? Yes, I'm on the foundation board, and so I've visited there a number of times, and I get to know people who are there, and and we have staff that are there who are Ukrainians, and so it's really disconcerting to hear about war so close, and to actually hear that there are explosions that can be heard right from the center itself. Tell me a little bit about what you've been dealing with then as a board member. Have you been involved over the last couple of days? Well, certainly we've we've been involved... (laughs) seems like every minute of the day, uh, making sure, number one, that our staff there are safe and that they're secure and and that they're out of harm's way. Uh, But second of all, we still have things going on. There are still services that need to be provided to people who are there. There's a lot of vulnerable seniors, and that's still going on. We're not only providing them food, but now we're starting to provide them shelter, shelter from conflict that has so dramatically come over that area of Ukraine. Did you ever picture yourself in this sort of situation, helping out in this sort of environment? No. Uh, I, I pictured the work that we were, we were doing there to be building a community for better and to see uh, a conflict and war come over an area like that is very disconcerting. It's uh, quite tragic. As you mentioned, you visited a number of times. I know Zaporozhye and, you know, the Mennonite Center in Ukraine. A lot of personal connections, so this has got to hit home a little closer than for most of us. Absolutely it does. Uh, we had uh, people that we were interacting with that were there on a regular basis. We have regular emails and, and connections with people who are there. And so it's, it's, a, it's a tragic thing to see happen. Yeah. Is there anything that we can do in this scenario? I mean, when we're looking at a, a war, an invasion across the ocean, we feel pretty useless and we watch the news. Is there anything that we can do? Is there anything that you can do? Well, right now, there is certainly a lot of uncertainty. And so what we're doing is, uh, number one, we're praying and thinking about people who are there. But number two, we're now looking for opportunities where we can make sure that we're providing stability and support to the people that are in Ukraine so that they can uh, continue with their lives somehow 
and make sure they're out of conflict's way and also uh, find some joy and happiness in their life. So that in the coming days, we'll certainly see more of that. So stay tuned for where the opportunity for people to help is. Well, I understand that this is going to take up a lot of your time in the near future, so we wish you all the best, and especially as you communicate with friends of yours that are struggling through this at this time. Yeah, thanks, Kenton. Appreciate it.